Welcome to another episode of the Bikini and the Brain. I'm here with the well-traveled end of season. Are you currently tired? Or do you have good energy now? I have good energy now. Good energy, <laughs> Ashley Kaltwasser. What a journey the last. I feel like I have to reintroduce myself because I wasn't on the last week. Yes. So, hi, my name's Ashley Kaltwasser. <laughs> I'm a bikini pro living here in Las Vegas, Nevada, part of Team Elite Physique. dot com. And- and That's now fun. has 43. 43 dubs. 43. That is so wild. That is wild because you know what? When I first turned pro, I thought the like I thought the pinnacle of my career. I was like, I just I just want to win one pro show. That's like that might even be asking for a bit much. But <laughs> if I could just muster up one pro win, that would be the highlight of my career in life. It's so it's so funny because that's how. I approach like every new pro. I'm like, uh-huh. you know, maybe, maybe one day we can, you know, if she, every, everything goes right, maybe we can get her a win. Maybe she can have a career, but at least maybe we, I think she's good enough to get a win. You know, it's like, yeah. cause it's so hard, right? You it just don't know hard. what you're dealing with yes. until you get them on a pro stage. And then you're like, okay, I see where they're at, you know, but it's so funny. Cause that's like, and then you end up here 40, 43. So crazy. That's more shows than most people ever do. Even amateur. Like yeah. it's wild. I've get I've gotten asked the question a few times, like, well, how many shows did you compete in all together? And I'm like, heck if I know. <laughs> I don't really count them. Can you imagine if I counted them? And also my amateur as an amateur too. I have no idea. It's a lot Your of- guess is as best as mine. I have no I don't count. I don't really count the shows I do. I just do them. That's a lot Count of the dubs. A lot of dry skin after show. Uh. Yeah, reptile <laughs> skin after post tan situation. Yeah. So that's a lot of scrubs. That's a lot of scrubs and shaves and a lot of peak weeks. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And no tilapia. No tilapia. Did all that without <laughs> tilapia or any kind of seafood. Yeah. Wow. Well, congratulations. It's got, great you. to have everything relaxed and back at the office. And you're much just, better. Yeah. You know, last week you weren't here and it was like weird that you and Sam both weren't here. I'm like, man, this place is empty. You know? I still watch the podcast well, though. Thank you. For it watching. was the brain podcast. Yes. No bikini, just the brain podcast. Why do you assume that I'm not the bikini? Why do you assume? You know, so, that, so... that's a good point. <laughs> I, I'm clearly the brain. You yeah. Because um, people don't know what Adam looks like in a bikini, you know, you know? that's a, that would be a, a wait sight. till that the would... summer. <laughs> would... Wait till the summer. That would be a sight. I hope I'd ever see. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty comfortable. I'm I'm pretty comfortable as a man. And, the, and then if anything like that everywhere, I just would be way past. That's that's so funny. So what do we have on our schedule for today, Ashley? I think you have some stories to oh, tell. Yeah. So there's a lot of excitement to share this episode because me and Adam really haven't talked much since Japan. So there's a lot of fun stories and and exciting moments to share with not only Adam but you guys. So yeah, we really, we really haven't talked much at she all. Hates me now. No, we're just <laughs> you're busy, and I don't want to disturb you. And I was like, we'll just save the fun stories for the podcast. So yeah. we're just gonna talk about the last, you know, few weeks. Um, I was in Japan, and then in Hawaii, we were both there at one point. You stayed longer than me doing a seminar, but I was off to Japan. Um, but you know something? One thing that I found to be very interesting, I didn't really experience jet lag at all. So weird. It is so weird. Not in Hawaii and not in Japan because, like, uh, I might have said this earlier, but I stayed in Hawaii, right? Um, and then I went to Japan on what was it, Tuesday or something? Tuesday. Um, because Hawaii is the almost halfway point to Japan coming from Vegas. So I was like, ah, I don't want to go all the way back. I'm not good with flights. But, um, you know, I thought maybe that might eliminate some jet lag, but. I didn't really have any jet lag. It was the weirdest thing. Like I got right on the schedule and I got right on the schedule in Japan. And I don't know why, but it seems like when I go to the left, like I don't experience the jet lag, but man, if I go to the right, even just to Florida, I'm like, Oh my God. Why is it like that? I'm like a, a zombie. Like why was it that the Florida jet lag is 10 times worse than Japan? It doesn't make any sense. I think it's probably because you're just a naturally an early riser too. Or does that make it the that opposite? That would be the opposite. Oh, is it? Okay. Florida rises first. Now, <laughs> so Japan <laughs> is, I guess, technic- this is where it gets tricky. Japan is technically like 19 hours ahead or something like that. I don't know if it's 19 hours ahead of Vegas or 19 hours ahead of Hawaii. I can't remember, but I checked. So they're like basically holding in front of us, but I don't know. 
just going that way was much easier my body than going to the right. And even coming back, I got right back on schedule. Like I went to bed at like nine, woke up at the normal times. It was weird. Yeah. Did you, did you experience that like I'm, in Hawaii? Well, so Florida kind of, it's hard to explain. Cause like Florida really messes me up. Oh, you know, God, I was so I know. messed up in Florida. And then I came back and I was like, okay in Vegas. And then in Hawaii, I was like, fine. I was yeah. like, but I was going to sleep early. I was going to sleep like at nine and then waking up. Like I, I it took me like two days. So I don't know what it is, but Hawaii was fine. I loved Hawaii. Hawaii was dope. I want to go there again. Yeah. yeah let's was, go next year. Yeah. I'm, I'm a hundred percent down. And the people oh. in Hawaii were the nicest people. Um, like I've, you know, I will say everywhere city I go, everyone's pretty nice to me, but Hawaii was like exceptional. It was like a lot different. They were so inviting. And then one of the Hawaiian, I was like, I'm like, is it because like I'm coming here and doing a seminar or something like people are so nice or they, they just, they, you know, they, they watch a podcast, whatever. And he's like, no, he goes, when I, he explained it to me, he's like, when you visit Hawaii, it's like Hawaii is like the land is our home. So it's on our house is our home. It's like the land is our home. Mm -hmm. So when you come here, like in our culture, it's like you're a guest to our home, just visiting us. So we treat you like you're a guest at our house. Mm. And I was like, is that real? Like, that's a really, like, that's how we're all like taught. You know, if you're taught like the old school ways, that's the way it is. And so like, that's what I'm like, man, it's, it's, you could feel it. Like there's the Hawaiians are the nicest people. It's like, I mean, it was just crazy how nice they were it didn't even it didn't even make sense how nice they were it was just so it was so cool so it's inviting agree. and they let me go to their gym and they're they had a, we had a nice seminar and everyone's super nice and it was just mm -hmm. fun time so we're gonna definitely want to go back i yeah they they were super nice but i will say that i thought the hawaiian people were nice until i went to japan and <laughs> i was quickly reminded i was like oh my gosh it's just a whole nother level not just the people but like the whole production I don't know if you saw clips of the live stream, the production at the Japan yeah, pro insane, like the graphics, like the, they did like almost like it was very Japan. It was like Sonic the Hedgehog style, like sound effects. And they would do like this, this background was like every competitor, like rotating. It was the craziest, like it was the coolest thing. I was like, man, I'm going to repurchase that live stream. And I want us to like go over our thing. So that video will be coming soon, but it is, it was so cool. I got like goosebumps, even looking at the other competitors, like, whoa, it's That's like, cool. like an Olympia style, like production. It was huge, huge, but not only was the production great, like they made me feel like a freaking superstar. They really treated me nicely. Like I felt like I won the Olympia when I won that show yeah. in Japan. Like it was crazy. And the fans there are so much more appreciative. And I'm not sure if that's just like the culture or if it's because there's less shows in Asia than there is the United States. And maybe that makes it more like of a big deal because here in the States, you know, you get like three shows a week. Yeah. Um, but they're not so much, you know, so maybe that's why, but they are so into it. And I felt like such a superstar and I felt like, wow, I feel super special. And the people there were incredible. And like, I met some really cool people there. Like it was such a great show. It was my favorite show of the year. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's awesome. my that's favorite a lot. show of the entire year. Even mile high. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's cool. Um, like it was so worth the trip. It was the coolest experience. That's crazy. Cause and I want to do it again. That's crazy because I'm down. All right. I'm down next year. We had a, so like everyone knows why I didn't go. I, I did have some family thing. Uh, so I had to do some things, we but had substitute, yes, substitute out of I sent, there. I sent Sam there though. Thank which, you for that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely down to go. Um, but yeah, that's, crazy saying that because you had so much fun you do have so much fun at the denver show too you know so i'm, I'm excited to go back there I, we haven't been there in was it 2018 i went there last yeah. 18 yeah they remembered us from 2018 really everyone was asking where you were at <laughs> but they were remembered me from 2018 like you're back and i'm like oh yeah i can't believe you remember but yeah it was it was so cool and you know what i think i really liked about that show too it was like olympia style production it was a pretty big show i'd say there was like 30 girls so it was pretty big um the audience was full like sold out seats Dang. and everything it felt like the olympia without the olympia pressure because if you guys listen to this podcast i always say i love olympia however it is a lot of stress and a lot of pressure so it was kind of like i got to experience all the hype without the pressure and stress and i'm like ah. yeah because you had a press conference and everything too 
Yeah. So it was, yeah, I, I want to relive that again. It was <laughs> really cool. So, you know, I think a lot of people don't realize that you can go overseas to compete, even if you're not a pro. And if you get the chance to, I highly recommend, of course, you have to look into the rules. Cause I think some of them, you can only compete if you're from that country or whatever. Yeah. I check first, but for the most part, I highly recommend it. It's like you get to experience, it's like a vacation and a competition one, kind of like Kauai for you. It was like yeah. a vacation, right? You stayed after for a few days and got to do fun things. Yeah. And, uh, you know, anytime you can make a show a vacation, it's like a two for one. Yeah, exactly. Well, we have that now. What's, what's really cool is we have um, the prep house is almost done. Probably like a couple of weeks, it's going to be done the new house. And so we're going to have a lot of team shows. So we're having a lot more of our athletes this next year come into Vegas to do shows than they were just kind of staying in their city before. Cause now all you cool. do is you just got to pay for your flight. That's it. Vegas that's is it. a pretty cool, it's a cool destination. We yeah. kind of like, don't think of it as a destination cause we live here, yeah. but to the outsiders, it's like, Whoa, it is vacation. Yeah. You, you know, it's funny. Vegas kind of ruined like all cities for me though, because I, you know, how I, am. I like to do things all the time. I don't like being at home very often. I like to do things and Vegas is always something to do. Uh, like we tried a new restaurant last night. Like me and Kim were like, let's look on, I looked at like my saved Vegas posts on Instagram. And I'm like, oh, let's try this place. We're like, all right. I had like the best chicken sandwich like I've had. It's place is so good. Uh, Houston's what is it called? Houston, Texas chicken or whatever. It's, it in was Vegas. like, yeah, it's, in Vegas. <laughs> I know, it's, in Vegas. it's so good. It was such a different place. So it's like, you just, you're so spoiled in Vegas. I go to these other cities now and I'm like, man, the city kind of sucks. There's just nothing, like, nothing yeah. to do here. And then I'm like, I'm just, I'm just in the craziest city. You know, in the world. I think only here in like Dubai or like places I could probably go where I'm like, okay, there's enough to like, it's, it's adequate now because I'm so spoiled. <laughs> You'll never run out of things to do. No. You could go to a new restaurant every day and never run out. It's like, yeah, the most convenient city, but yeah, to the outsider, it is, it's a pretty cool destination. Yeah. Um, going back to what I was saying about how Japan treated me so nicely, they had so many like prizes too. So many goodies after like to give me. And that was really cool. So much so that I actually had to buy another luggage. Did you really? And you gave me a luggage. I gave in you Hawaii. Japan because, or I gave you a, a luggage in Hawaii because I was like, I don't need this stuff. And, you know, I got, I don't even fill up my, my luggage, my first one. But after Japan, after all the prizes, I'm like, oh my gosh, see, this is where this is where Sam came in handy because I would not have been able to carry all the prizes. Yeah, that's back. why I took your, that's why I took her luggage. Cause she has like so much for that long of a trip. Yeah. I took one to make it easier. Absolutely. So that kind of led into something that didn't go so well. And I'll explain. It was a very scary moment for me. So, um, I'm going to grab one of your, your prizes is on the wall. Oh, <laughs> um, Oh wait. Yeah. Oh, the, the belt. It is cool. This was they, a, they gave her in Japan. Yeah. This like, it's like a wrestling belt, huh? Yeah, it's like a championship uh yeah, wrestling belt or something. Yeah. Cool? I should have put that on the desk. That's <laughs> yeah, so that's one of the the prizes. And I also got like protein bars and supplements. And even it was sponsored by Blue Diamond Nuts. That was crazy. I got all these almonds, Dang. a lot of goodies. So I did need help carrying everything back from the venue to the hotel and because my hands were full my hands were full so was sam's so this is the part where it was a little bit scary so walking on the way back i'm walking with all my prizes my hands are full sam's hands are full i got to the block of my hotel and i went to reach in my pocket and i was like oh my god my phone's gone oh crap where's my phone? And then I'm like, I started thinking like, no, I had it at the venue. I put it in my pocket. I know it's in my pocket. I had it there. I'm like, I freaking lost it on the street. I lost my phone on the street, which just to clarify, this isn't some like superficial, oh, so I can't pick up on my Instagram. It's like, no, in a different country, your phone is everything yeah. your boarding pass your way to check in and my phone also has my id my credit cards everything everything right you can't because i was thinking too you have phone problems in hawaii because of the update thing and i yeah. thought that was scary but imagine being in a different freaking country without a phone and it's not like i could go to the apple store you know what i mean yeah i don't even know if they, i know they're very big on samsung over there i don't know how common the apple stores are but the communication was a little bit of an issue anyway so anyway no one wants to lose their phone. 
And I was like, oh my God. And I was freaking out. So I just like deserted Sam and I just started running, backtracking on the streets. I'm like, oh my God. No, you did it. Oh my gosh. I was like, <laughs> I just left her with all this stuff. Like poor Sam, just in the middle of the sidewalk, just with all this stuff, just deserted her. And she didn't really know what was going on. I was like, I can't find my phone. So I went back to the venue. I talked to the people. I'm like, can anybody help me find my phone? And I was freaking out. And um, they were all like, oh, oh, they were being so helpful and and was like, oh, this is my number. If you have a phone and we can find you and try to do it that way. But I was like another lady like tried to help me um, like find it on the street. And I and I kept going back to I remember watching this YouTube video that in Japan they don't steal. Like if you leave a tip, they'll come after you and give you your money back. If you leave your wallet on the table, no one will touch it. And I was like, oh my God, maybe somebody like found it. Um, sure enough, someone found it on the street, some random person. And Sam was calling it. And this person walked in and was like, is this you? And then she's like, yes. So by chance, some random person found it on the streets of freaking Tokyo and was looking to see if somebody was standing around or anybody that might it, it might belong to. Now standing where you lost it. Um not, standing around like looking for someone that might be looking for a phone. Does That's that make crazy. sense? Yeah. So they saw Sam and it was calling her. They were oh. calling. Or it was um Sam was calling the phone. So they like went out of their way to try to find maybe somebody that was standing around the area that had it like looked like they were looking for a phone. Wow. Yeah. So I feel like in America that wouldn't happen. No, you got I feel swiped. like either <laughs> I'm not saying it. I'm gonna give the benefit of doubt to people and, and I might say that 75%, I don't think somebody would steal it. However, I don't think somebody would go out of their way to try to find the owner you know what i mean they'd be like yeah you know although I, I do know there is that percentage of people that would steal i want to say 25 percent, but yeah i found a few phones in the gym and i've walked around the gym with the phone like yeah. up in the air but that's yeah. rare but on the streets of tokyo i mean no. they're much more it's much more vast than uh a gym, it's, right? It's pretty unlikely you're going to drop him in Vegas and someone's going to do that. Yes. Like, they're going to usually swipe if it's, you know, I would say 25 is fair. 25 swipe. If it's yeah. a, maybe a bum, they will totally take it, <laughs> I'm sure. But like no one would, I don't think many people would go out of their way to try to find the owner yeah, like that. Not on the street at night, mind you, at night. That's it was pretty like cool. 8 something p.m. So I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> It was such a roller coaster emotions from going like on top of the world to like, oh my God, where's my phone? And then to finding it. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> wow. What are the chances of that happening? Oh, so that was very stressful. Yeah. That's super. That's crazy. Cause how do you even, how do you even go to the store and talk to them about replace? Like, how do you even have any? Yeah. It's so crazy. <laughs> yeah. It would have been an issue for sure. But, um, that was the only bad part about it. And I will say, you know what? That was the best travel like ever. Like there was no delays, nothing. Everything was super smooth. That was like such a great trip, such a great trip. And um, I kind of want to talk a little bit about uh, the post Olympia scenario with me because we definitely tried some new things yeah. um, for this show and a little bit for Hawaii too, but I kind of want to get into it. Yeah. Um, so I, I haven't really done cardio since like before Olympia. And I know you, here, here's a confession, Adam. I know you told me you do cardio that one day. <laughs> it was one day. And I totally forgot. It was one day, Ashley. <laughs> I like, forgot. I was, it was like 20 minutes, I think. So, I know right? you, you're like, maybe do like 20 minutes on the treadmill. And I was going to, and then I forgot. <laughs> so short, short story. I just. Well, thanks for it. telling me though. I appreciate you coming. It, clean uh, up. After the fact, <laughs> but anyway, I haven't done any cardio since before Olympia, and I've been eating a lot for me. Anyway, I have a small appetite. I'm not like one of those three thousand calorie girls. Like my appetite's small, you know. So I was eating a lot for me. Um, my feedback at the Olympia was I was maybe a little bit too conditioned. So we're like, you know what? 
how about this? For Hawaii, we'll bring you in like the same, maybe a little fuller than the Olympia. But for Japan, the last show of the year, let's really go for it. Really carb up. Because when you go show to show, it's a, you, you don't, especially if the show's a week after, it can be a little bit risky to go really ham with the carbs because if you spill, it's hard to, you know, get rid of that in, in, in a week. But uh, we really went for it for Japan. We really carved up. I had about 350 carbs that one for a few days yeah. leading into the show. Mochi? Too. Mochi. My carb of choice was mochi. I love mochi. <laughs> Not the kind that you get at like the supermarket. Like the, they have the best. It's like, I like the bean filled ones. It's like super dense. It's like, it's like the perfect carb. It's like dense, right? You have rice flour and you have beans in it and some, a little bit of sugar too. Some of it's, some of them are a little sweeter than the others. But for me, that was like the perfect carb. Everything is like easy to digest. I ate a lot of carbs for a few days leading up. And that's a lot for me. And it was a little scary, but we wanted to see what I looked like really, really full. And it was funny because I was eating all this food after Hawaii. I was, I was eating a lot more food. And even then I was like still too lean. Yeah, it was crazy. It's like, it's one of those things like scientifically doesn't make any sense. Like I swear my metabolism just rubbed up like crazy. It was like a few days only. It's so weird. It like didn't make any sense. It just overnight, you know? And what makes it even more interesting is we went from very dry climate here in Vegas to very humid in Hawaii. And then Japan was about like 50% of Hawaii. But during that time, I never really like it, I was still so lean after Hawaii. Like I think it was like two days after the Hawaii show. I was like, oh my gosh, Adam, I'm still so lean. What the heck is going on? Because I'm eating a lot for me, a lot of carbs, a lot of fats. And it was just like, dang, I'm, st I'm like on fire right now. So what I did was, um, even the day before the show, I was like, Adam, I still, I think I'm still like too lean or, at least I want to be fuller. I want to try this new fuller look, and that's right? After eating for like three days. I like know. Crazy. Yeah. yeah, a lot of food. So what do you do whenever your show's like the next day and you're still too lean? You know what's more fast acting than carbs and fats? Sodium. <laughs> Sodium. It's risky though. Yeah. Do not recommend unless you're in a dire situation. To but intentionally hold water is a risky thing. To intentionally hold water. Is a risky yes. game, yeah. So a few days leading up, but especially the day before I had so much sodium, I intentionally wanted to get a little bit softer because I still wasn't as soft as I needed to be, but the sodium seemed to kick in at just the right minute. And the day of the show too had a lot of sodium as well. A lot of sodium, a lot of water, never, never cut water, but I never cut sodium either, but I never in like, sometimes I'll increase the sodium a little bit, but I intentionally like really went for the sodium. I was like, like tea by the teaspoon in my, <laughs> in my drinks, in my electrolyte drinks and a lot of electrolytes too. It seemed to have worked. Yeah. So that was a good look for me. It was really, think. a really good look. It was one I of my favorite full. looks. Yeah. I was very full. I wasn't as lean. And, um, I'm glad we did that because now I know what that kind of looks like on me and had the best feedback I've ever had. Yeah. I got two feedbacks, two judges feedback. The other one, the other ones really wasn't, wasn't able to communicate in English, but they just pointed me um, to a few of the English speaking judges. Best feedback I've ever gotten was can't think of anything to change. Looks good. <laughs> don't, don't change anything. Can't That's think it. of anything to fix. Not to say I was perfect because I, I can see personally things I can improve on, but something that wasn't picked up in the lineup. Yeah. Now, with that being said, if I'm in a more competitive lineup, you might be able to see the flaws a little more. But when you're against people that maybe don't display your flaws like that, it might, might be harder to see. Hopefully I worded that correctly. Yeah, that's, that's the right Does word. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. So if I get next to girls that are like way bigger, then they might be like, yeah, you need to, to, to bring up your muscle a little bit. But I was in a, a lineup where... I was maybe one of the bigger ones. Yeah. So worked out for me. So though. good competition out there too, though. Good competition. Great yeah. genetics. Yeah. Great genetics. Um, so it was by no means an easy show. They never are easy. Just because here's the thing. Just because 
we live in the U.S. and we're familiar with girls that are like on the circuit, you know, most of which take place in the USA. That doesn't mean there's no talent overseas. Oh, no. It's just talent you haven't seen. It's different talent. I will say for the most part, it's funny because you go to different countries in different areas and you'd be like, there's a type. Like, for example, in Europe, I do feel like they're bigger and harder. Um, it's kind of a stereotype, right, in Europe. But in Asia, they are a bit more of a petite structure, kind of like me, honestly. So I felt like, dang, I'm feeling buff. <laughs> you know, I'm nice and cool. And no one here is like overpowering me necessarily. Maybe in certain body parts, but not overall. Like no one was like overpowering me. Like I never stood next to someone and was like, oh, she's way smaller. So I felt like it fit in very nicely. So it worked to my favor. It worked to my advantage. But um, yeah, it was it was a great show. And I I brought back the red suit because, you know, the suit I wore for Hawaii, it felt very Hawaii-ish because it was tropical. It was like that green with a little bit of blue mix in. But for Japan, I'm like, I want to wear one of my new angel competition bikini suits. Code Ashley K. Fed at checkout to save 20%. <laughs> um, I was like, I'll bring back the red, you know, because I switched between red and green. I did mostly green this year. But Japan, red, the dot in the flag, I was like, this is Japan. So I did that. And I also straightened my hair, which you've wanted me to do for a while. You like the red suit straight hair. And I haven't done straight hair in a long time. And I'm like, oh, man, I should do this more often because, you know, it's so easy to style. It's so easy to style in comparison to the the wavy or curly hairs. It's like hard to mess up unless like you get wet and frizzy. Yeah. I was like, I need to do this more often. So you might see me in the in the straight hair more in 2024 just because I like that look. I forgot how it looked. It was a vibe. I like red it. suit, straight hair. It was a vibe. I do. I think those go together very well. Yeah. 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 So it sucks though. Cause it's like, I feel like we're figuring out these things and making such great improvements, but at the worst timing, cause it's <laughs> like season's already over, Yeah. but this is all part of the sport. It's always changing. It's always evolving. And that's what I'm really good at is evolving with the sport. So I know what I need to do. And, uh, I plan on doing just that in 2024 that, uh, work on filling out more and you know even yeah. a little bit more soft which you know that's a look even with me being more soft though i will be honest so even with me being softer that's still leaner probably than most of the olympia top 10 so i'm still on the leaner side but for me to soften up a little bit i thought that was a nice look i liked it i liked it a lot you know and i'm what i'm happiest about with you trying it was you here's the thing is you needed to have the confidence of being softer and still feeling confident on stage. Yeah. And that's been the the balancing thing for your evolution is like you're, they always err on the side of leaner for you yes. because they like you leaner. And so, but I, um, I wanted to push a little bit more, a little bit more, but you're, it's, it's about being comfortable there too, mm -hmm. you know? And with this one, it gives you that, okay, hey, they actually like it. These are some, some big name judges, yes. you know? They're like, actually, they do like it when I'm a little softer. And they said, hey, don't change anything. So yeah. I'm happy that you're, because um, that's another evolution too, because people, competitors especially season ones they they know when they're there they know when they're there right they're yeah. like i've won like this i could feel it i could see it i know i'm a little bit softer i don't like it or something right or i'm a little bit i'm a little bit too lean uh, i know i'm a little too lean right now like they know those things and so you going through this like the softest you've been able to intentionally fill out for because you would have never intentionally gotten softer before that's a crazy thing like, intentionally get that much softer um and fill out um, and it looked great on you and it was uh, a winning look. And I'm just happy this next year that you can, we're going to shoot for that and mm -hmm. shoot for a little bit fuller and, and yeah. you know, it's your next evolution. You've been the queen of evolutions, honestly. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, part of me is like about the filling out and getting softer thing. It's not like I was necessarily against it, but some of the feedback we've gotten was kind of like, no, just stay as lean as you are, you know? And We've tried to be softer before, but this was like a few years ago. Yeah. So as I put on more muscle, it's going to look a little different. And maybe I don't need to get as soft, but having more muscle, like it, it gives it a different look, right? Yeah, the muscle pushes through the yeah. fat a little differently or the water. The mm -hmm. last one was a little bit water, but it pushes through a little more. So it's a rounder, fuller look, even though it is a, like technically a fatter look, right? Yes. So, but it's just, yeah, it's just, it does something different when you're bigger muscle. Yeah. Right. So now that I do have more muscle, it's like, okay, well, I can probably get away with being a little more soft now. Still not as soft as 
some other girls go. I don't still don't think that would suit me, but given the feedback, like, no, this is it. Like, that's good. Like, okay, that's easier on my body. It's easier for me to achieve that look than to get leaner. And, uh, yeah, I just, I enjoy growing with the sport. So I will evolve to whatever they tell me to, but, um, I know what we need to do for next year, even like the posing too, being a little more profile, um, that seemed to help as well. And that's something I've tried in the past too, being a little more profile with it. And it didn't work for my physique, but as the physique changes, your posing can change. Yeah. So I have to keep that in mind. The rules and the things I've set for myself a few years ago, cause I've tried it maybe don't, don't really translate like that anymore. Cause I did put on muscle and, uh, yeah, no one told me anything about my upper body. Yeah, for, it's been for a while. It's been so for a while. this is good. All the way through, even from from Olympia to now, nothing on yeah. that, which is cool. Yeah. So I'm so sad that the season's coming to end. And you know, something too is like looking back, I should have done Taiwan show. I should have done it. But <laughs> it was, how do I say? When you're doing international travel, it's not like I can just be like, Meh see how it goes yeah you kind of have to know ahead of time because the booking is isn't just like oh yeah let me just find a flight to texas like uh, these flights international flights they sell out they get like inconvenient the seats that you want aren't available like it's not like it i wouldn't suggest waiting to last minute to book international travel so if i would have planned better I would have just went to Taiwan because I do think my body could have held up for that amount of time. That was one thing I was worried about is like, what if I get too small and I get too stringy? Another thing I was worried about is like, I'll be all alone and bored in a different country. And I met so many cool people in Japan that were like, let's go do something. Let's I'll take you out to tour the city. Like I had so many of those people and competitors like reach out to me, like wanting to like show me around. I'm like, shoot, I could have just stayed in Japan a few more days and then head over to Taiwan because I feel like I have so much energy left. I have so much like for me, I'm really good at maintaining. Like I can maintain stage lane for a long time. Uh, some people fall apart, mostly mentally. I would say they are like, oh, I just need to eat food. I just need to like, you know, whatever. I'm not like that. I could have done Taiwan. Because I feel like I still have some juice left, you know? What's funny is that that was the whole point of you doing all these shows was to, to run out of juice. <laughs> I know, and I didn't. I still have juice. <laughs> I still have the juice. Did you get squeezed hard? Well, that's good. You know what? Here's a lot of things that are that are good for next season. One, the look that, that um, we're going to be trying a little bit more of next season is going to be easier to maintain than the look of previous years where you had to be leaner. So you could compete more which is bad news for everyone who complains about you competing. They're like, now you can compete more and, uh, and you're going to be, you know, hundred percent, hopefully by then, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And just going back and I'm not going to get into it that much because we already talked about it, but the, I, I kind of have to take a little more of an off season because of my eye surgery. Maybe I can get back to it in May. I'm not sure. I just know that I can't do the Arnold because you have to submit ahead of time. And I do not know if I will be fully recovered by the time the Arnold comes. And I don't know if that will set back my progress too much. I like, I think I would be recovered by then technically, but how much training am I going to miss? Cause a lot of people think of it like in a shallow way and they're like, well, just wear glasses on stage or we'll just wear an eye patch. It's like, no, it's not just like a physical, like eye thing. I have to take time off the gym. Like it's, I have to get general anesthesia that causes your body to get out of whack and stuff with digestion, and everything. So like, could I be ready for the Arnold or Arnold classic? Maybe, but I, I don't have a crystal ball, so I don't know yet. So I can't apply for it because unlike most shows you can apply, like you just submit your contract like the weekend and sometimes even the week of the show. It's like, yeah, you know. but for the Arnold and Olympia, you have to submit your contract like now or something or by the year. I don't know. The first of the year. I'm not sure. I didn't even look into it, but it's going to be hard for me to sit back and not compete in that show. So my off season might be a little longer, but maybe not. Maybe I can do April. We'll see what my eye is. But luckily, I can turn in my contract um, the week of the show if it's a, just a regular show and not the Arnold Olympia. Anyway, enough with that. <laughs> I have a goal for 2024. You're and I'm going to put it out there. there. Oh, that's what I was like. Are you going to oh, put yeah. it out there? <laughs> I have a goal. 
I have this is wild. You're actually going to do it. Oh, yeah. Okay. My goal. I want to get to 50 dubs before the end of 2024. And I love what you said, Adam, because when I told you this, this was after Vancouver and I had 41 wins. I told you this and you're like, that's going to be tough, Ashley. And I'm like, oh, I love to hear that. You just (laughs) challenged me. I love a good challenge. I love silly goals like that. Even if it's just like a, hmm, I can do it. Watch me. So that's all I need. That's fuel. I love that. So I said, hmm, watch me. I'll ride or die with you. I'll be there. I'll be there. (laughs) I am shocked that you just did that on on live stream. I know that we have our conversations. Oh, yeah. And I'm all on board with it. But you to put it out there is a different goal. It's a different step, Ashley. It's live. It's out there. It's out there. It's a goal. (laughs) Now, does that mean that it's going to be easy? Oh, heck no. I know it's going to be challenging. And I probably will be struggling to get to that even till the end of next year. You know what I mean? So that means I'd have to win seven shows next year. That's tough. I won six this year and I didn't compete that much. For me, it was a light year, light year. Um, But next year, I really want to, I want to compete a lot. That's awesome. And hopefully with better vision. (laughs) And I want to compete more overseas. And I want to do several shows like cluster them kind of like what I did with Hawaii then Japan then I should have done Taiwan but I didn't I but cluster them like that like I want to see the world I want to make the most of this because I love competing I do but it's an even bigger plus when you can visit other places and experience different cultures and meet new people it's like it's you get something extra out of it so that's my goal for 2024 all right I want to get to 50 it's out there it's out there. I love it. I love it. Will I get to it? Maybe, maybe not, but you know, I want to try my best. But if not 2024 by 2025, but I think if I try hard enough, I can get it next year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I'm 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 excited. I'm excited for it. <laughs> Let's do it, man. Please. Someone said already on the comments, please do Prague. <laughs> oh, I should have done that show too. Well, I couldn't because that was the same. It was the same weekend as Hawaii. Oh yeah. Prague would be nice. Yeah. Like I can do a cluster in, in Europe. I can do a cluster in Asia. Of course, the USA. So can we go to one place where they serve tacos. Of course. Okay. You can <laughs> you can translate everything for me. <laughs> one place, one place where it's where where tacos. We never go, we've never been to that. We've never been to a country like that. You're right. And I've never been still on my bucket list Caribbean show, like yeah. something like the Puerto Rico Pro or Caribbean. I know that like they had some shows this year. Some of them were just master shows or whatever. But like hopefully um, they have some good Caribbean shows this year because that is one place that I've never been. And it sounds crazy. I've never been to the Caribbean. I've been to so many places, so many obscure places. I've been to India. I've been to Russia. I've been to Finland, like all these weird places or obscure, I should say, but not like the Caribbean. It's so crazy. So I need to go there um, for sure. And uh, and, a, and a taco serving country. As well. <laughs> yes. I need to compete in a taco serving country. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. the best, the best from the when it's from the country. Yes. So just for Adam's tacos, for the sake of Adam's tacos. It's going to be the whole trip. You know? it's gonna we, be the- we'll do a taco fundraiser. <laughs> Send Adam to a taco country. Yes, so I can speak. I can. Speak. You can feel more in in like more connected. Yeah, there you go. You know, like well, it's hard to go to Asian countries or other countries where they don't speak. Like you don't know anything of the language. Uh-huh. You know, it's tough. So yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be a fun yeah. place. I'm down. We'll be we're gonna be a fun year. Yeah, go back to the homeland. Adam. Yeah, you know, They'll love you there. They hopefully. I they, don't like, I... they don't like it. They don't like as much. Really don't. Mexi- yeah, Mexicans when it comes to, when a Mexican American comes, especially they don't speak like perfect Spanish. It's like you're forgetting the culture. It's like a different thing. Shame on you. I know. It it becomes like that. You're Mexican. Why don't you speak? Why don't why don't you? I'm like, I don't no one told me this. Like it's like a like a, like a sin. Like yeah. that you don't speak it fluently like that. I'm Aww. like, I try, man. <laughs> well, whatever, you know. Yeah. I can't wait till the 2024 IFBB list comes out. Oh, that's gonna be like Christmas for me. I'm gonna be circling when? it. When are we going to see that thing? I'm not sure. Um, it should be coming soon, though. Um, I know that like certain promotion companies will put out like their list or whatever. Like maybe Muscle Contest already they, has theirs out. Like, they have a good yeah. Muscle Con- on their website, Muscle Contest has probably yeah. six ish months, five ish months. Okay. Right so well, yeah. So there's different promotion co- like you might see like one offs. Like okay, we know the mile highs this time this year, this time. But 
we, I, I want to see the actual like list because I'm going to start to plan everything out and then I'll annoy Adam for like a week <laughs> about it. Like, hey, Adam, you want to do this one? You want to do, like, what about you? We should do this one or that one. Like, I'm going to be like, it's going to be Christmas for me. I cannot wait till 2024. Oh my gosh. I just cannot wait. I, I had such a great year this year. Like it was a great year and I'm so glad I ended off so happy at Japan and I want to go back there to compete. But it's like this year kind of started off rough. My first few shows, I needed to get it together. Like the, I remember the Arnold this year, like it's not like I did bad, but I'm like, I know I could do better. I came in like way too like stringy because I got sick. Remember, you know, I got a little sick too after I came back from Japan just a little bit, but nothing like I, like after the Olympia and going into the Arnold, I, yeah, I, not my best look or experience. And then Pittsburgh was, it was hard for me to focus in that show. Like it was off to a little bit of a rough start, but I got, once I got the swing of things, it was like starting to pick up. And now I feel like it's really starting to pick up and I'm like, okay, I know I, I got it together. Like I'm, and then it's like, ah, oh, it's, it's over. So yeah. I just, I, but maybe for the best, cause now I can like, store this motivation and just be like, oh, I can't wait to step on that scene. You're going to be so anxious to get on stage. Come, like, come March. The March is going to be tough for you. It is because yeah, probably have, the week of the Arnold, I'm probably not even going to look at my phone. I'm like, I don't want to see it. Yeah, you're going to have some FOMO there for sure. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. That one's going to be thing. tough. That one's going to be tough. It's what I, you know, I've, put in, I've been putting off the surgery for a few years and I should have done it this year. During this Arnold, you told me I should have and I was stubborn. And I didn't do it, but I should have. But now I have to. So I can only put it off for so long. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, another question came in. Do you know inside knowledge of when the show calendar will be out? Um, no, we just kind of, yeah, we just kind of went over. We know just as much as you. Yeah, unfortunately. Point. But soon, because generally speaking, you're going to see, you know, most people prep like 16 weeks, 14 weeks. So if a show is around that time frame, that's generally when they want to release the dates. Like, where there's enough time for someone to do a 16 week prep. Yeah. And they probably want to wait till all the 2023 shows are over before putting it out because then people will only look at the 2024 and maybe they put it in the same section as 2023. Yeah. And the promoters, you know, they, the promoters will, um, you know, this is their business. They make, they make money off people entering the shows and buying tickets for the shows. So they want people to do the shows, of course. So knowing that they need, you know, most people need 12 to 16 weeks to prep for a show. They want the, it out to available for them because it doesn't do them any good to release a show like three weeks out because most people aren't going to be ready three weeks yeah. out. They're like, hey, here's my show. So it's just not a smart I would thing. I be ready. Yeah, yeah you would I stay ready. be like you and that would be it. It would be just you <laughs> doing the show. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that it should be out pretty soon. And we're going to have our list of our team shows are going to be on the website now, too. So under team events. So all the like the shows will be at with all the coaches in Vegas and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then posing classes will be on that too, um, like three months in advance. So yeah, yeah, we have one this weekend. I didn't. Yeah, I got to put it out there. Oh, we do? Um, yeah, I'm going to. Well, yeah, it's like I figured it would probably just be me there because it's so there's no one competing right now. But I was like, I might as well just do one. And if anyone shows up, then oh. great. You know, Kimber's going to be home. So I was like, ah, I'll just do one. I'm here for a couple hours. And if there's anyone out here visiting or, or want to do it's just during this time of the year, usually we don't do posing classes. Because the shows are done, but I was like, eh, I'm just gonna keep it once a month, and I'll just do it for myself. It's fine. We have three people here, probably. So, mm. yeah. So don't feel obligated. But yeah. <laughs> I just, um, yeah. I, I might. yeah. We'll I see. need, I need some posing practice. Yeah. <laughs> um. So after this show, um, I did take a deload week, as you know, but I want to tell the audience about a deload week and yeah. how they're great. So what did I do? Absolutely nothing for over a week. <laughs> yeah. This this workout this. This morning with Sam, it was shoulders. First one in eight days. And I don't feel guilty about it. I don't feel guilty. No cardio. Probably not do cardio for till like a month before a show. If I can maintain pretty well, which yeah, I'm pretty good at that. But uh, deload weeks. Why don't you talk a little bit about why they are beneficial? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm really happy that you had a deload week. Oh, and I love that. Yeah. You feel so good when you come I back do. to the gym. So you know. Amazing. Some people, that's a problem. A lot of people don't do deload weeks because they think they're not going to build any muscle or they're going to lose muscle and they'll worry if they don't work out for like three days. Me personally, I think for me, it's like three days. You know, if I earn a deload week, which is not going to happen in in weightlifting right now because I'm not working as hard as as you are in weightlifting, um, you know, 
for me, it's like three days and I feel good and I want to be back in the gym and I start feeling a little sloppy. But the, the deload week, the whole point of it is when you're in the gym, people don't realize this. You train three different systems in the gym. Everyone thinks, oh, I just trained my muscular system. Your muscular system is going to recover very quickly. You're, you're right. When you're like, oh, I don't need that much recovery. I'm fine. Like, you're right. Your muscular system recovers very quickly. You don't really, like a couple of days, you're going to be just fine uh, for most people, unless you're like crushing yourself. Um, but you're not thinking about, you know, the nervous system being taxed. You're also training your skeletal system, which isn't really going to be of any any major concern of needing a deload week. But the nervous system doesn't recover as fast as a muscular system. So, um, you know, things start happening. You start losing motivation in the gym. You start maybe going down in weight in the gym. Your joints start hurting. You have a little bit more inflammation built up, things like that, where just every once in a while you need a deload week to fully recover from that, fully recover, let your nervous system heal up, let your mind really heal up too and like want to be back in the gym. That's the biggest thing I find with the deload week is that people, when they're done with that week, they want to be back in the gym. And you get to this point of lifting after a few years where you're just consistent. There's some days where you're just there at the gym because you think you have to be at the gym and you get a crappy workout, which doesn't do you any benefit anyway. And then you take a, you take five days off, a week off the gym. You can't wait to get back in the gym. You're like excited and it's renewed and you're, you know, you're reinvigorated to be back in the gym and lift hard again. And that I'd rather everyone just take a week off and be want to be back in the gym with a fully recovered nervous system, muscles fully relaxed, like healed, and then your mind just sharp and ready to go. So if you're at that stage and you've been working out, um, let's say, I mean, it just depends on how intense you go, but 16 weeks, you know, is a good timing. If you're working out really hard, some people do it every month. It just depends on the, on the person. So three days, five days a week, you know, 10 days, you know, it's fine. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not going to lose a bunch of size. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think for me, like it wasn't like I was feeling achy or sore or anything at the gym. It was just like more of a mental thing. I was just like, I'm just over this. Like, I just want to like not like go to the gym, like just relax. So like that was nice for me. But it, I did feel very good today training. So, you know, it's it can be I will say getting back into it is a little it feels like a little strange. Like, ah, uh, I always tell Sam, like. Uh, the first workout, maybe the second, like this is just like easing back into my routine, my schedule, because it is it, it does feel weird once you break your your routine a bit. Like it's like, oh, this feels strange. So I actually felt better than I than I expected, though. So, you know, it was a decent workout. Yeah. Usually it's not like that. But like I said, this jet lag was like non-existent for whatever reason. I'm not complaining, though. It was so I, I was I felt normal. And uh, yeah, it was good. It was a good little break. And I want to also add on to what you were talking about as well with the deload week, how we should all kind of take one every once in a while. If you are going to take a deload week, for God's sakes, you cannot be binging. That is a recipe for disaster. Yeah. Because here's the thing. After show, everyone wants to eat, eat, eat. Cheesecake, pizza, everything. And they binge. And when that's already bad in itself. Don't ever do that. But if you binge and also not work out, extra bad. Yeah extra bad. So not saying you have to keep your contest prep diet, you know, consult with your coach, of course, but don't go crazy after because that's a double whammy. Yeah. But, um, you know, taking a week off from the gym, just like you said, just not like you're going to lose your, lose your progress. You'll lose more progress from a week off from your diet than a week off from the gym. If we're thinking of like body composition, like you're not going to lose muscle in that quickly, but you will get fat quickly. If you, if you go off completely of your diet, it's like an unfair world. I know. Cause most people would say I would rather work out and kind of eat whatever. Most people I think love working out, but they also love to eat. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's unfair like, world it's and it's all it, what does suck about it, it's, it's almost like bodybuilding culture too yeah. where people are like they just can't wait to eat and it's like part of like the whole like you see it as in the culture like on instagram you'll see people just like going crazy after their show and eating all these donuts and things and it's like almost like this culture set thing like oh that's mm -hmm. just what you do and i'm like no it's not what you should be that's the most susceptible time for you to be gaining back body fat right after a show your body just wants to soak it up Calorie yeah you just want to soak up that body fat that is the worst time for it but it's like almost just like everyone does it you know and it's it's a lesson that you got to learn a few times sometimes you know and after you learn it too many times you're like okay that wasn't worth it took i lost 16 weeks of hard work in two weeks that's just not there's not worth it you know if someone's yeah. it's like i think of it as like a like a job if, I, if I'm working, if I'm here in the office and I'm prepping people for 16 weeks and I make X amount of dollars and then someone just takes it for me for two weeks of fun, I'm like, that's not, I'm not going to do that twice a year. <laughs> like that's, that would be dumb to, mm -hmm. to lose that investment of time. Right. But we don't think of it as the same way 
but time is time is money. That is how that works. Like you're yeah. you're losing all that time in the gym and you're just giving it away for a couple of tastes. Right. right? Exactly. That's crazy. I, I can't invest like that. I can't either. It's just <laughs> not worth it. You know, something too is like leading up to the, the week of the Japan show, how I was eating so much. Well, a lot of that was like carbs and fats because, you know, to get the calories up, to get nice and full, it's hard to do with uh, just uh, protein and veggies. So my my carbs were obviously very high. Fats were high as well. And I'll be honest, like after the show, after eating so many carbs and fats, I was like, Ugh, I feel kind of gross. Like I, I actually just want like a solid like chicken and veggie. <laughs> like I, I just felt gross. Like I felt like oh, so many carbs, yeah. like so many like. I know I shouldn't think this way, but in my mind, I'm like, these are like empty calories. They're like, it, it's, it's hard to wrap your mind around like it intentionally getting softer too, because it's like, I worked so hard to get that lean. And now I'm like, like counteracting all my hard work. That's what it feels like. Although I know it, it's, it's, you need to do it. Well, at least I needed to do it. But uh, yeah, I kind of felt gross after. I was like, I kind of get it. It's like it's like drinking a Coke. You're like, why yeah. would you drink a Coke? When why would you a drink Coke? a Coke when there's diet Coke? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like that same mentality, right? Exactly. It's like empty calories. I think of it the same way too. Like empty calories, they have to be a certain level of taste and justification for me to have like a good tasty calorie, right? Right. <laughs> no, I mean my calories are very tasty, but like I just felt like it was a lot, and that's you know it's what I had to do to get softer because I'm not gonna get softer from chicken and asparagus, yeah. you know, especially when you only have a week. So I eat a lot, a lot, a lot for me. And like I mentioned, I'm not a foodie. That does not mean I don't like food. I don't want people to think, oh my God, Ashley hates eating. She hates food. No, I like food, but I don't obsess over food. Like, cause believe me, I see how other competitors function and that's not my vibe. Like after the show, my first thought is not, oh, what am I going to have to eat? It's wow. I just won. What's next. That's my thought. And I used to be one of those, uh, food obsessed people. So I actually can relate. I do know how that is to be obsessed with food. And the only thing you can think about is food, watching the food network channel. I always say like, I used to wait till I got the ads on Sunday, the grocery ads. And I'd be like, so excited to circle like, Ooh, Oh my gosh, pork rinds are on sale. Oh my goodness. Cause I love a sale. And you know, at the time I really loved food. So now I, I love food. I just don't obsess over it. And I'm more into meeting my goals than like food. And I like the way my food tastes like my prep food tastes good to me. So, but anyway, all that to say, I did feel a little bit gross after eating all those carbs and fats, but I know it's for a good reason. And I'm glad we discovered that. And what, what a great show to discover at the perfect show would be the last show of the year. There you Just, go. You can be a little more loosey goosey because if you spill next the next day, who cares? You know? Yeah. I thought I was gonna I thought I was really gonna like rebound badly though because of all the salt like I was having. I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna fly back and my ankles are gonna be like so like a kinkle. They're gonna be like the size of like, I don't know, like this. <laughs> the circumference of my ankle would be like this. I thought, nope. I don't know how that did that didn't happen, but yeah, that that's that's gonna be hit or miss for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you got lucky with that one. Yeah. So the salt thing, uh, do not recommend. We it's just a emergency scenario, but it did help. My God, it helped. Yeah. Because that's one of those things. It's like sometimes you like if you're already lean and your metabolism's on fire, it's like having those carbs might not kick in by the next day. Like you might not see much of a difference. But salt, you can tell overnight with salt. Yeah. It's like, okay, instantly. It's like, oh, okay. I'm holding some water intentionally. And the good thing is you'll know for sure you're gonna be able to get a good pump when you have all I that got sodium a and really a good yeah. pump. Sodium I was in water. Yeah. Such a good pump. Yeah. Nine such times out of ten when someone's backstage and they can't get a good pump, it's because their water or sodium is like too low. Usually it's people who are cutting their water and taking diuretic and they're like, I can't get a pump. And like the next day they're like, I look so much better. Like, yeah, you had it wasn't anything but your water and some salt for the last two days. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, that, you, know? you, were, you were full carb wise, but you, you know, you also need water to soak up carbs and people don't understand that. Mm -hmm. And it's funny is that you have like, you'll have some people who get these like, uh, like kind of like protocols at the end of like, take a diuretic and cut your, uh, and start loading carbs. And I'm like, that's not, that's not the time you're loading carbs. Like your, your body needs water to absorb carbs. Like you need it. And you're taking the water out. You're cutting your water. You're taking like expel or something to get rid of the water. And then you're asking your body, okay, soak up these carbs without any water. 
And then you wonder why you look soft and the carbs didn't absorb. And you look better the next day after you had some water and some salt. And I'm like, it's, there's a, there's a whole science behind this thing. guys. <laughs> like it's yeah. people do the, like the literally the opposite of how the body works. They'll do it as a, as like their protocol to get into a show. And I'm like, I don't know where or who's basing it off of what for that thing, but that is a recipe for disaster. That's how you specifically look worse. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. is a recipe, how you would look worse. All these like bodybuilder protocols, they just do not apply to bikini. Yeah. And that one didn't apply to anyone, but like you see these crazy things. You know, the Japan show was at 3 p.m., which was great for me because the later the show, the more fluids I can drink throughout the day. And I drank a lot. I probably drank like a half a gallon before going on stage. And I like peed six times before going on stage. So that was a good sign. I was very hydrated. I was very salty. I was very carved up. Probably that's the max amount of carbs. That's probably the max amount of fullness before I actually start to really spill. But um, yeah, it worked out really good. And I'm glad that I experimented with that. It was a, a good, it worked out very well for me. So a lot of people you know, said that was my best look. So I was, I was super too stoked late at the end of the season, but yeah, I was super <laughs> stoked with that look. And I was, I just was really happy that you were comfortable being oh, like yeah. that. You know, that's the cool thing. I, I, like, I remember you telling me like the one day you're like, I know it's going to be hard to eat these 300 carbs. And I'm like, actually, I think I did 350 <laughs> actually. So it's, yes, this is a fun, this is a fun evolution. This is an, uh, another evolution. It's yes. fun. I'm, I'm enjoying oh, it. Wait till next year. Yeah. Mm hmm. So yeah, it's gonna be a fun year. So wish Ashley luck with that. Hopefully, hopefully you can. I mean, that's a that's gonna be a tough year, but I'm excited for it. That's gonna be a lot of competing. Oh, you know, yeah. I if think there's anybody that can compete a lot, it's you. It's me. Hundred percent. Yeah, me. that's gonna be fun. I'm excited for it. That's gonna be what you did one year. Was it? What was it? Eleven? Fourteen? Fourteen? I thought. Yeah, fourteen. Eleven. I think that was 2022. Was that last year or was it 2021? It must have been 21 because it was a while back. 21. While this back. year, I didn't compete that much. I only did nine. Oh, that's a single digit number. Oh, my gosh. I need to get together. <laughs> I need to get together. I, I mean, it's going to be a wild year, especially I'm, with how they how they like you, too. Uh -huh. It's like you may be a little bit softer. That's that's an extra. Probably that the look that you had was probably the last like I, it's not it's not like three weeks of dieting difference. It's like 10 days, you know, yeah. 10 days different. So that's a 10 days Less cardio. This is less the way cardio. I think yeah, about it. Yeah, ten days. I just really started hating cardio this year. <laughs> you hang out with me too much. <laughs> I don't know what what's it about cardio this year. I'm just like so over it. I'm just like oh, but I'm not gonna do it till like a month out now. So yeah. you know, whenever that is. But uh, yeah, no, it was um great, great experience, and I cannot wait to the next year. And I do think like one of my advantages of a competitor is I'm pretty, I'm able to hang on to my physique pretty well. Like I don't fluctuate that much. You might see a little different looks here and there, but I'm pretty like consistent with my look. So um, that is my advantage. Like some people are, you know, maybe they, they have a really fast metabolism. They can get ready fast, but they can't hang on for me. I'm not saying I have the fastest metabolism, but I can hang on pretty well. And most of it's mental, but um, yeah, I use my, use it to my advantage. And why not YOLO? As long as I'm happy and healthy. Yeah. Of course. Well, and I listen to my body. Like I never train through injuries. I never like if I'm not feeling it, I don't go for it. But it just sucks because I do feel like I, I got more juice left. It's just shocking take. actually. Cause that was the whole point of you competing so much. I You're know. like, I just want to burn out so that way when I'm down. No more shows this year. <laughs> mm. Well, oh, well. I'm holding on to this motivation for 2024. Good. Yeah. Then, and hopefully everything goes good with your eye and everything too. And it's fast recovery. And then, mm -hmm. then you're, if it's actually like, because this one might be a faster recovery. Yeah. You're going to be you're like, ah, shoot, I should have <laughs> just signed the contract, but there's no way for me to know. Yeah. I see. Here's the thing. I guess technically I could sign it and then drop out, but I hate the fact of dropping out. And I'm never one of those people that thinks that I'm taking someone's spot. I'm not like that. Like, no, you have to earn your spot. However, with the Arnold, it's a little bit different because the last year they only took 12 and they you have to request to be invited. And once you get invited, you took someone's spot and you, they don't replace. Yeah. So I guess technically I could sign the contract and drop out. However, I don't think it's a good look to drop out. I feel like a failure. I don't like dropping out of things. Like I'm one of those people, if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to freaking do it. So what I would think would happen even more than me dropping out is me going for it if I'm not ready just because I signed the paper because oh, they don't yeah. like dropping out, which is another bad thing. But here's the off season that everyone's been begging for. for me. <laughs>
you know. Yeah. Oh, here we go. It's two in a, it's two in so a, here you go. Tw- it's two in a twelve month period. Not two in a year, two in a twelve month period for like three plus months. That's pretty good. Uh, so yeah, you guys can be rest easy now. I'm taking off season, but I cannot wait to you know what I'm gonna hear a lot of next year is oh Ashley, you don't even compete at the big shows because <laughs> I didn't do the Arnold. And it's like, well, sorry, my eye, I don't know. I am sorry. <laughs> Like, That's gonna you know, the, we're going to hear that. Oh, for sure. We hear it. We heard it like even when I was even this year when I was competing in like Arnold and the Pittsburgh Pro. It's like because they see me compete at shows that are like not as like big. And then they're like, oh, only doing the small shows. I see. Yeah. People who don't people who say that don't keep up with bikini because no. it used to be like that. It, there used to be big shows and small shows like you can't. You won't know. Now everyone's like sniping. They're not on the list. They'll jump. You know, you'll see people who are big names like jump on three days before the show. Like you never know who's competing where. Uh, And then you'll get shows that are like somehow like a junior Olympia show. You're like, how did that even obscure area? There's like two heavy hitters that are top teners or something. Three sometimes. Like you're like, there's no such thing. Like they don't keep up with bikini. It used to be like that. Yeah. It used to be like that. And it's like, it's silly too. Cause like, let's say you plan on doing a show. Like, let's say just for the sake of example, Hawaii. I wanted to do Hawaii all year, right? But let's say like I got there and I'm like, oh my gosh, Adam, it's a small show, I guess. Like, oh, gotta go home now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the show's not big enough for me. I gotta go home. Like, what? That's not how it works. <laughs> if I like, if I plan on doing something, I do it. I don't care if it's big or small. I don't care who shows up or who doesn't show up. I don't know these things. It's not like people expect me to like stalk people's Instagram pages and be like, oh, what show is she doing? I gotta, I gotta do the same one. It's like. First of all, rarely do competitors even announce it. But even if they do, it's like, why should I change my plans for somebody else? Like, if I'm going to do the show, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Not because you're there or not. Do it for me. <laughs> and I don't discriminate against shows. Like, even if I think, oh, it's probably going to be a smaller show, I'll still do it. I don't care. And it's like, some of it is just like the experience and location. Like, can you imagine like me thinking like, oh, Hawaii, even though it's a beautiful location in an epic show, oh, Maybe it's not big enough. Gotta stay home. Yeah. Gotta wait for a big show to pop up and we'll see the list. And if there's 30 competitors or more, I gotta, I gotta jump on. I gotta yeah. be ready. Like, but you know, people are gonna say that because how- I didn't do the Arnold. That's how it goes. Hey, okay. you know, with all you know, the that's always the the more people love you, it's always it's the same percentage that don't. Like uh-huh. if it's one percent, oh, okay. let's say it's a half a percent that don't like you, but if a million people love you, that's a lot of people. A half yeah. a percent's a lot. <laughs> you know, but so, no, I encourage it. Yeah. Once they start complaining, that's when I start to compete even more. Yeah, fueled by fueled oh, yeah. by haters <laughs> or challenges. Like yeah. your challenge, like got me going. I'm like, okay. It's a that's a it's a big ask. I I know you could do it. I know you. Could, it's just a it's a tough route it's to get a the tough route. It's always tough. It's yeah. never easy. But you know what? In order to be great, you got to do what others are not willing to do. And I am that person. I am that girl. Yeah. I'm going to do what others are would never dare to do. I'm going for it. I'm shocked that you said it out loud. Oh, yeah. I know that we have our talks. That's yeah. different, you know. And I'm like, yeah, it's a cool idea. Let's, we'll see if, what happens. See how she mm-hmm. feels after. Everything's a great idea before it happens, right? Everything's yeah. like, okay. Well, I'm like, we'll see how she feels after. Like, you know, I, I say, yeah, right. Go for it. But I'm like, let's really, let's see how she feels after, you know, six shows in the season, you know, because it, it could change, you know, it could get hard. You give oh, it, could. you know, and, and the, maybe but when it's out there, man, it's like, I know how you are. I know that that's like a right. stamp. That's oh, like, yeah. that's going to, you're going to try no matter what. I'm going to try. So I'm not <laughs> saying I'm going to do it, but you're going to, but I'm going to say, I'm going to try. I'm going to try my best. That's a different scenario. That's wild. That's a different, that's an evolved Ashley right there. Oh, yeah. That's I'm, wild. So I'll be around next year. Don't you worry. I'll be at. The big shows, I'll be at the small shows. I'll be at the show down the street. I'll be at the show around the world. I will be invading and infesting everywhere. <laughs> Cockroaches everywhere. Just cockroach invasion. <laughs> cockroach. Yeah. So it's the, the for sure. There's, I'm sure you'll see her in Vegas at some point and then the mile high. Vegas, no way. <laughs> no way. You think I want to compete in Vegas? Adam, that's crazy. <laughs> that is so unexpected. Yeah. So if you guys are trying to avoid, those are those are some, some solid locations. I mean, why would I compete 20 minutes away from my house? I think that does not make any yeah, sense. I think that the main Main Vegas location that they have shows here at is like seven minutes from where we're at right now. Why would I do a show seven minutes yeah. away from here? What? 
That's definitely not convenient or anything. Yes. You're talking crazy right now. So it's going to be a fun. It's going to be a fun. You're going to rouse some people up. Oh, right. that's what I love the most. It's a fun. I I enjoy it now. After, you know what's funny? The first time it came all heavy and hard, I think people really expected a different response. And then everyone went heavy and hard at them. <laughs> we were just like, yeah, we're doing more now. Oh, yeah. Just believe me. I'm sitting back here with my evil laugh. Yeah. <laughs> just like laughing it up, enjoying every moment of it. <laughs> anything else um, that's it that's enough excitement for this congratulations week, at a and successful year yeah for you as well that was an awesome year we got there were three three and that was the last three shows here um i think that it was just this is awesome just an awesome awesome ending awesome ending to a great year and you showed again that you can make improvements throughout the year while still competing which people say is impossible and uh yeah you're and it's proven you've competed x what what who knows, 20 plus times the last three years, people have been saying you need an off season and you're now getting feedback that you don't need to be any bigger. Don't change anything. But those are the, but the same people are saying, oh, she needs an off season. I'm like, you guys, you, you're, you say I need an off season because you don't want to see me compete. <laughs> yes. So. <laughs> so thanks for proving that change in the game, uh, through, a through your own, um, your own trial and error, your own, like your, your own, what is it called? Uh, case study your yes. own case study so anyway thank you guys so much for listening and uh we'll where do you guys want to see ashley compete put it in the comments let's Probably see where they like everywhere they don't want to see yeah, let's see where they want and we'll talk to you guys next time bye